Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, friends. Welcome back to That's Joy, the podcast. It's your girl, Cece. We're riding solo today, and it's one of those hits ya. We're gonna hit ya with the fast, quick episode that will hopefully just equip you even a dose to lean into, honestly, all that God's called you to be. Uh, If you're new around here, then you might not know we love kicking off every episode with a little joyful noise. And honestly, it's quite simple, but if there is a love language that is sending music, new music finds to me, that has to be Uh, up there because I love, love, love when my friends send me new songs that they've loved that they think I would love too. And I stumbled across two of these songs um, kind of in that way, but I want to share it with you because I want to be that friend to you in case you have not received something like that before. And y'all have probably seen it if you explore the reels tab on your Instagram, Um, but Take Me to the River by Alex Yurkiv and Telma Costello. Costello? Costello. Not sure how you pronounce that, but that song that goes, take me to the river, I will swim, I will swim. It was a trending song and it the full version is officially out and I listened to it on Spotify this morning, literally on repeat. I'm not kidding you. And then another fire song that I know I'll be playing all weekend long, honestly, for the next month straight. That's kind of like one of my toxic traits, I guess you can say, is I will binge the heck out of a song and just play it until I'm completely tired of it. Um, But that other one is No Longer Bound Remix with Chandler Moore. It's so fire and it will definitely like lift your spirits, get you into a good mood. So add those two to your yearly playlist. I have a yearly playlist that I have titled Build, which is my word of the year, and all year long I'll add specific worship songs to this playlist. That way next year, the following year when I go back, I can remind myself of different seasons that I've walked through because these songs have kind of painted the picture for that month for that season and so I love this idea and I know that y'all would probably love it too so implement that into your life along with these habits that we're going to unpack on today's episode so y'all loved the episode five habits to get you out of a rut um man the numbers on that podcast streaming wise like literally jumped over all the ones surrounding it and I begin to think man with back to school right around the corner whether you're in high school or in college or maybe you're a teacher going back to school and you're about to go in for another upcoming year I just want to one like surround you with so much prayer and love and encouragement and um to just remind you to give yourself grace and to remind you to celebrate and be proud of how far you've come and proud of the little wins. I think so often while we're in school, we can beat ourselves up if we don't get that next A or if we don't make that team or whatever it may be, right? There's a mix of different events that could happen to us in this stage of life. And I just want to encourage you that um, 
It's okay to celebrate the little things. And in fact, I would encourage you to celebrate the little things because later on when you are removed from this season, you'll you'll begin to think and remember back to how those little things actually amounted to become much more of the bigger things. Um, so anyhow, let's dive into some habits. The first habit that I want to touch on is your morning routine. Friends, your morning routine actually starts at night. I know, it's wild. But I'm sure if you have followed people like Mel Robbins or Tony Robbins or anyone in the self-help industry, uh, you'll hear this all over the place, how much your morning routine matters at night. Because why? Your, your morning routine actually starts when you decide to lay your head down. If you're not getting rest, friends, like I'm talking about good rest, then you're not quite leaning in to how powerful your morning routine could actually be for yourself. And so something that has really helped me is this alarm clock. I've talked about it on previous episodes, but it's my hatch. And whether you have one or not, you can do this very practice. What it does is when I click the button on the top, I can indicate how long I want different sounds and different lights to orchestrate with one another so that it signals me to do something. So for mine, I have mine segmented so that the first 20 minutes when I press that button, it is an ocean sound and a brighter light. And so during this time, I'll take the time to read. And friends, I love laying down. And by the way, these habits are when I am my CC best okay it's not every single day of the year 365 that I crush this because I don't thank god I don't because I am human and I am flawed and very imperfect okay but when I am feeling my best when I show up as my best I'm doing these things so I'm laying down around 9 30 and I am reading for about 20 minutes and that book depends on whatever season I'm going through but then after those 20 minutes are over it transitions to a darker light and a different sound and so what that reminds me to do is okay time to stop reading and time to genuinely unplug so this is my moment where I begin to put my book down it gets a little bit darker in the room and I just begin to go into sleep. Sometimes this looks like things, thinking about things that I was grateful for from the day, thanking God. Sometimes it's just stillness, seeing where my head goes. And lucky enough, I feel very grateful and fortunate now that I'm older, speaking to so many individuals who maybe do struggle with sleep, I can really close my eyes and pretty much fall asleep within five minutes. So that is what I typically do. And I say your morning routine starts at night because I am someone who who operates best and I know this about myself when I get seven and a half minimum eight hours is the the best um when I get those hours of sleep I know that I show up as my best and so then when the morning alarm clock goes off and it's about that seven and a half to eight hour mark I'm ready to get up I'm not pressing snooze and I am actually excited about my day flying out of my bed and every day doesn't look like I'm the most excited to wake up but what I will say is that because I sleep with my phone outside of my bedroom I have a backup alarm so if for some reason, I do miss my alarm clock from my hatch, which again, I'm not perfect. I have the safety go off on my phone to make me get up out of bed and go turn off 
the alarm on my phone. If you don't have a hatch, you can do just this. You can place your bedroom on the opposite side of your bedroom. If you don't have like a door space outside of your bedroom where you can hear it and get up and get out kind of thing, but put it on the opposite side. Don't sleep with your phone next to your head. I mean, there's studies that are coming out now that are talking about how toxic it is to have your phone so close to your body at all times. I'm not one to unpack that on this episode, but you can look into it. Anyways, all that to say, get up in the morning and just simply practice not breaking promises to yourself, friends. That's what habits are all about, right? It's that commitment to say, hey, I said I'm going to do this thing, so let me go do this thing. The second habit that I want you to lean into is what I call the word before the world. Okay, the Bible before the phone. It's as simple as that. I literally had a habit tracker from uh, one of my calendars called Cultivate What Matters Planner. It has these little pages that you can tear out that help you outline your monthly goals versus your weekly goals up until your daily goals. And then it'll literally just have like these check boxes next to each of those different lines. And so some of the lines that I had for my daily goals were these things that I'm talking about right now, along with other things. But right now I want you to just focus on these three. The second one is the word before the world. When I started sleeping with my phone outside of my bedroom, I'm telling you, you guys, this set me free so much because I absolutely, for a long time, was a person who would scroll on Instagram, scroll on TikTok to help me fall asleep. And then what would I do the moment that I wake up? I'd look at my phone. I wouldn't even get out of my bed yet. I just turn, grab my phone, look at it, and then all of a sudden, guess what happens? I start scrolling and maybe you're there right now. And you know what? There is grace because I have been there too, but there's a chance. There's an opportunity right now. There's an invitation in my breath right now that's saying, hey, will this be the day that you stop doing that bad habit because you know it's not serving you and it's not serving the ones around you. And I started not looking at Instagram or Facebook, or any social media platform, or even checking my emails until I have listened to worship music, until I have made my coffee and read my word and journaled. And again, not perfect at this, but most days I do do this. In fact, I'd get, I'd say I'm at a place now where I am 85 to 95% of the way there where I do do these things, but it wasn't easy in the beginning, friends. It was practice after practice, failing after failing until that muscle really got built up. And what I'm telling you with this specific habit will do, this will set your eyes on the right things every single day. There was another study that I saw, I believe it was from Jay Shetty's podcast. He has a bunch of different health experts. I'm talking like um, doctors and scientists and all of these incredibly smart individuals unpack beautiful things on his podcast show. He's the number one health podcast in the world. So you could imagine that's what you're getting there. But I love listening to these things because I love learning more about how our brains are built, how our minds are built and how God created it that way, right? He is the the orchestrator of it all and the creator of it all. So what I found was really cool is that they shared something along the lines of um, a study that shared Whatever we put in our minds during the first portion of the day is what we will look for in the remainder of the day. So 
If you think about Instagram, if Instagram is the first thing that you are allowing into your mind and into your brain, the first, let's call it 20 to 30 minutes of the day, and subconsciously you are experiencing things like comparison, things like um, self-doubt, things like fear start arising, and even subtle doses of anxiety may, may start arising too, but you don't even realize it because you're so mindlessly scrolling, quote unquote, Friends, guess what's going to happen throughout your day? You are not even going to realize again throughout the day how much your brain is looking for those things because that is the first thing that it has been fed in the day. So we must be on guard and we must protect our minds in making sure that it is God before anything else. I'll in fact walk out of my bedroom and say, hey Google, play Maverick City Radio. And it might right now because it might pick it up. Okay, it didn't pick it up. But anyways, um, that has been absolutely game changer for me. The third thing that I do that I have committed to, like these are the three things, y'all, that I'm like, right, come hell or high water, I'm getting these things done. The third thing is moving my body and hitting my protein goal. I know that's my not be what you expected to hear on this episode because I am not a health trainer by any means, but what I will say is that one, my boyfriend is one, and two, I have worked with one personally, one-on-one, Reagan Davis, she has an episode on here by the way, so go plug into it after this, Jonathan also has an episode on here, so go plug into the one with him, both of them are filled with wisdom in this, but um, they've taught me so much of the importance of this, and here's the thing friends, we know this, like me being a public health major in college, I knew the importance of this, but there's something to say about the actual implementation of it, and this is where I hope that some fire gets stirred up in you right now that says, hey, hey, I want to be the person that starts to move my body every single day whether I am crawling whether I am walking or running or sprinting no matter where I'm at I'm just going to show up for myself today I cannot tell you over the last two years how much this specific habit has set me free mentally emotionally physically I'm talking physically like shed 15 pounds physically and then spiritually too y'all there's a component within moving our body and the physicality of it that goes goes so hand in hand with every other health aspect of our lives and then this aspect of hitting my protein goal what you fuel your body with is the oil, is the gas that will generate everything for you for the remainder of the day, right? None of this is news. We know that we should be fueling our bodies with things that are healthy, things from the earth, things that God has created, yet we shy away from doing them. And here's another thing about specific, not only specifically not only eating healthy, but hitting your protein goal. For me, I was under eating on protein for years. And that's why I wasn't seeing results for so long. I would be quote unquote eating healthy. I mean, I don't know who I'm speaking to right now, but this might be you. For years, I'd be like, gosh, I'm eating so healthy, but I don't know why I'm not going in the direction that I intend for myself. And It may be because you're probably not eating enough protein or drinking enough water or moving your body. And so again, I'm not one to sit here and diagnose how much protein you should be eating. Go listen to the episode with Reagan or Jonathan or reach out to them. But when you commit to not breaking this promise to yourself, friends, you accelerate at a whole different level. 
And it leads me to the scripture that I want to share with you guys and one that has really been stirring in my heart, honestly, the last couple weeks. It's from James 2 verses 14 through 26. And this section is called faith without works is dead. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but do you not give them the things which are needed for the body? What does it profit? Thus also have faith by itself. If it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect and the scripture was fulfilled which says Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. I want us to be the people who believe. The people who believe without a shadow of a doubt that God can do it. And, not but, and, I want us to be the people, the community, who puts their hands and feet where their mouth is. Meaning they will move when God says move. They will pray, they will listen, and then they will obey There's something about taking action. There's something about moving and doing the work, friends. And I know that every single person who plugs into this podcast, you have a calling on your life. God is calling you. Right, I talk about this so much, y'all. It's not just a text. We're getting full-blown phone calls from God. Are we willing to pick up? And one thing is the action of picking up, right? We got to pick up the phone and put it by our ear so we could hear. And then what? We get to decide what we do with the information that we hear. Will we sit back and continue to pray that God would do a miracle? Or would we step in and listen to those little nudges that he says to move in and then go and then take action? Friends, these habits will set you free. There's a book that I cannot recommend enough and it would be a disservice of an episode to talk about habits without shouting out the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. If there's one book that you finish off the year with and you start a new school year, whoever you are, I don't care if you're in school or out of school, this book is a must. There's a page in 144 and 145 that talks about the habit line. And then the lines on the bottom are repetitions going, increasing, and then upwards the graph, it shows what's automatic. And essentially what it's saying is that in the beginning, there's a little graph and the line goes upwards and increases, right? It As it increases in automaticity, it increases in repetition. 
And what I will say is that I have seen this play out in my very own life. I've seen that as things become more repetitious, as I continue to do it every single day, that doesn't mean perfect. It means, okay, if I show up five times out of the week and then six and then seven, then it becomes more automatic. Now for gym class, you guys, when I show up to my class for Hotbox, I I do weight training three times a week and then I move my body in a different way two times a week or three depending on the week. But what I will say about these classes is I didn't feel like it. A lot of the times I don't feel like it. In the beginning, it was very hard for me to show up three times a week consistently. But as I compounded week after week, it became a muscle that was so automatic that I just fly up now. I just fly up, friends. Same thing goes with sleeping with my phone outside of my bedroom. There are nights where I end up charging it near my bed. And then most of the time it's out, right? But what ends up happening is that it does feel more automatic for me to do that throughout the week. And then same goes with reading the word and plugging into the word for the world. It was hard in the beginning. The temptation to open up those apps is real. They study our brains to see how it can be as addictive as it is. Like we know these things, but as we do it, as we commit to doing it every single day, imperfectly showing up, it becomes automatic. And I think the real hurdle is this. It's will you keep doing it even after you fail a couple times? Because if you know that you're going to fail a couple times, then that doesn't even have to be a thing that gets in your way. Most people feel like they experience a couple failures and then that's the indication that they should just stop because they're not worthy of whatever things on the other side. And that is not the truth. The truth is, will you continue to show up and fail and show up and fail and show up and fail? Because the fruit is on the other side of that. Friends, I want to see these habits quite literally change your life. And once you nail these ones down, just like the book talks about it, you can begin to stack other habits on top of that. And I can guarantee you, you will turn back on your life at the end of this year, at the start of next year, at the end of next year and say, I look a little different. I've changed a little bit. And it's all for the better. And I thank God for that. I thank God that I put my faith and paired it with my works and I am living out this life. You're worth it. You're worth it. You're worth it. You're worth it. Friends, if there is a certain part of this episode that you want me to dive more into, man, I want to be that friend who goes let's go there. Shoot me a text to what you loved most about this episode to 615-813-4813 and I'd be more than happy to dive in more. You can follow me on social at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Instagram and on TikTok and you can follow that show the podcast too. Friends, I'll also say that these sweatshirts are dwindling down and there are not many crewnecks available left. So if you have interest in snagging something from the Joy Collection, do that today. The link is in the show notes down below. And friends, if you have not taken the time to subscribe, rate, or leave a review, it'd mean the world if you went to go do that. In fact, if that's joy has blessed you in any measure... 
It would mean so much if you took two minutes to write out just what episode helped you, how the podcast as a whole has blessed you. I am trying to see how many reviews we can get so that we can continue to build that joy to become all that God has intended for it. So please go do that and thank you, thank you, thank you in advance for taking the time to do so. And friends, I'll never leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe or if you've already been saved but you're not really free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others. I'm telling you there's an abundance here. There's an overflow here and there's so much joy here. I'm here to tell you that God is for you. All you have to do is invite him into your heart, right? now. He's waiting for you. He wants to meet with you. And friend, I'm so proud of you. If you just made this decision, I'd love to know you. Shoot me a text to the number in the show notes so I could pray for you. I love you. God loves you. And until next time, I'll chat with y'all next time. Thank you so much for being here.